one day I decided to ask myself, could I break five minutes in the mile? At age 30, could I return to the sport of track and go after my unmet goal of breaking five minutes? Was my body capable of this? Was my mind capable of this? And most importantly, was my spirit capable of pushing through the ups and downs to find the answer? You are listening to Breaking Five, a running podcast, where we search for this answer as well as yours for achieving your Breaking Five moment, whatever that may be for you. We will gain inspiration and knowledge from others who have achieved their Breaking Five moment, those working towards theirs, as well as those who have helped the athletes along the way. I'm your host, Kristen Schultz, physical therapist, runner, and running coach. Let's run full force towards our wildest dreams and take a listen to today's episode. Hey, I just want to say thank you so much, first of all, for listening to today's episode and just want to come in here really quick to chat with you guys all. We'll see if it's really quick, but just want to talk to you all about Beyond Rehab for Running Clinicians. This is going to be for any of my clinicians listening to this episode. Beyond Rehab for Running Clinicians Team 4 is officially open and I wanted to make sure to let you guys all know. So if you are a clinician who works with runners or want to work with runners, this is going to be for you. So this is for all the physical therapists, the dietitians, personal trainers that follow me. If this is you and you work with runners or want to work with runners, you'll want to listen to this. So this is for anyone looking to learn how to write running programs and also for anyone looking to start their online business working with runners and you need to know where to go to get started and how to get those first clients because we all know you can know how to start it but if you don't get clients not really worth anything if we're not helping anything but this is going to give you everything you need to know to get started with the programming the actual programming putting it out online how do we do that as well as knowing how to write programs if that's something you need to know you need to know the physiology behind it and how to actually put it all together that it makes sense for programming you know anywhere from a 5k all the way up to a marathon. And then we're going to go over the marketing and sales you need to get your first clients. Now, if you're listening to some of these episodes, you are going to hear that a couple of these clients in these episodes are getting up to eight clients after the end of four months of working with here. So to give you perspective on what can be done in four months, you're sitting there right now, both those clients had no clients at the beginning of this. They weren't helping anyone and now have eight clients. So just to give you an idea of what is possible, I hope you're enjoying these episodes that are kind of giving you an idea of what's possible. But If you are interested in having a spot in team four, please reach out to me at Kristen underscore run your life. I am at Instagram or Kristen Schultz, my personal Facebook page. Those are the best places to reach me. If for whatever reason you don't have either. No, if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you have one of those. So reach out to me there to apply and see if it is appropriate for you. We would love to have you. Um, Now, if I'm getting questions on when does this end, it's an ongoing enrollment as of right now, there will be a deadline as it fills up and I will let you know what that is. If you are ready to go and get started, don't hold back, reach out. Let me know if you're interested. All right, we'll get back to today's show. And I guess I should say really quick, I know this is probably a more of a clinician episode if you're listening to this, but if you are a runner or you're a clinician that already works for runners, I do have both spots open for my run coaching, my personal run coaching, not just coaching other clinicians right now. So if you're a runner wanting to reach some goals, that is still open. And if you are a clinician who already works with runner and is needing some ongoing coaching on how to find more clients, I also have opportunities for you. Didn't want to leave you guys out because that tends to be everyone that listens to this podcast. But with that said, let's get back to the show. Enjoy the rest of today's episode. 
All right. So in this episode, I get to interview Steph Barstad. Steph is a physical therapist and running coach in Grand Forks, North Dakota. And Steph is also the host of the Beginners Running Group on Facebook, a group of over 5,000 beginner runners. And today she's going to talk about, well, first, she's going to have some tips for any of you beginner runners out there. And then she's also going to share a little bit on how she has built this community of beginner runners all within a Facebook platform. So as you can see, this is again, is going to be for both runners and clinicians. And I'm excited for you guys to get to hear from Steph. Steph, thank you so much again for coming on. And let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. Today, I am here with Steph Barstad. Steph is a physical therapist and running coach, and she is the host, the, the owner. She leads the Facebook group, the Beginners Running Group, um, which has over 5,000 beginner runners in the group and it's a very niche group and very active group um and she's built it over the last 14 months which has been super cool to watch and i just wanted to interview her on a number of things so this will be it'll be for the runners and clinicians out there it's more for the clinicians out there again today honestly we'll we'll ask her a little bit about her running journey but also then going to dive into what it's been like to run this group have uh, you know a niche population of beginner runners she's working with coaching in different manners while she is working full-time an outpatient clinic where she so Steph, thank you for coming on. Yeah, today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. So if you don't mind, if you could, I know I pretty much just introduced your, you, but could you tell our listeners just a little bit about you um, in terms of what you do, um, you know, physical therapy and run coaching side right now? So I, like you said, I'm a full-time um, outpatient um, orthopedic mainly uh, physical therapist um, at a hospital system um, clinic. I've been there for 13 years and started, I've always liked running, but started to kind of develop more of an interest in it from a clinician standpoint. Um, when I started taking some foot and ankle courses that I was asked to, cause they were, they needed it in the setting I'm in. Um, and they did a lot of, uh, running information and, uh, I thought it was just super interesting. And so I started doing more continuing ad on that. Um, got really interested in like video gate analysis and things like that. And just really started learning that running injuries are very preventable. And it was really frustrating to not be able to help runners prevent injuries in the clinic setting. So working with you, Kristen, I came up with the idea to make a group for beginner runners and try and help them learn the best ways to prevent injuries while they get into running. So that's kind of where it all started and it kind of exploded from there. <laughs> uh, of course, COVID was going on at the time too. So that really yeah. helped everybody who like had started running all, all of, yeah. I did start it before COVID hit, but yes, yes, that helped for sure. Yes. But also to your credit of being active in there, I think for sure yeah. being consistent. It, it took work. Yeah. It, it didn't just yeah. come easy really, but yeah. I always like to tell people about you because like, obviously I was there from the beginning and it's like beginning you were posting and like there weren't necessarily anyone commenting or liking, but you just showed up all the time. Like it didn't matter. Yeah. You just, and I think what was cool is you just always enjoyed it. You're like, yeah, I'm loving mm. this. This is awesome. Like I can yeah. get back. This is what I really love. So like, I, I mean, what I gathered was never like a chore. I'm sure it was a word, no. but it's like, yeah, I doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I still do. I love interacting with those runners. I love sharing their wins and offering help and, you know, everything. So yeah, it's really yeah. fun. What made you want to work with beginner runners? 
Um, I felt like, well, part of me, to be honest, like it was, I don't want to say it was easy, but like a lower level, what do I want to say? Like clinician work. You know what I mean? I did. I just needed like to know the basics, which I mean, again, I've taken courses, so I know more than that, but from a confidence standpoint, probably for me, that seemed like a better fit. And, and so it's kind of started there to be honest in my mind, but then again, when I think about it, what better place to start teaching someone to not get hurt than at the beginning of their running journey. Right. So, I mean, it just like, it made sense and they're just, they're so much fun. Uh, you know, a lot of people just need just that little bit of push, um, and guidance just to get started. That's the, the hardest step a lot of times. Yeah. So no, I love that. I love that, like, um, you know, mindset on like, what better time than to start when they first learn to run, right? Like, what if all of us learned all these, all this knowledge, you know, like you have, I have right now. And so for me, it would have been back in high school, you know, this yeah. freshman year across country. If I learned this all, oh, I would have not been able to absorb it all. But like, right. but really, like, what if, like, you know, uh, so yeah, what better time than, you know, then? And hey, I think that's totally cool to just like, admit almost like it was from a little bit from a confidence side, but also like, I remember when I asked you, you're like, no, like I want to work with this population group, right? Yeah. Like I'm passionate about this app, you know, cause yeah. that was a big thing. I want to make sure that you wanted to, cause if you don't want to, like, I mean, you can make things work, but after a while you're probably going to like not want to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's, it's been great. It was a good, good pick. So yeah. And I mean, it's not all about the numbers at all. And I know a lot of things in life we like to make about the numbers because people get hung up on it, but your, but your group has grown pretty quick. It wasn't like, it was more like this, uh, what is, the, what is this exponential growth? I mean, yeah. sure. it um, was, it was it like peaked and now it's just kind of, um, it hasn't tapered. I'm still getting requests almost every day, but not as much, not as many as I was for a while there. So yeah, a little, not off topic, but it only pertained to anyone that they had a group. I'm just asking out of curiosity. How do you do if you're getting, you know, requests every day, do you just go in once a week? Or are you accepting? Um, that could be, that could be a lot of time. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was for a while. I could not keep up, <laughs> but it depends. So I'll, if I see that there's requests and they haven't offered their email address, for the free guide that I made, I will admit them if they've answered the questions. I refuse to let anyone in who hasn't answered the questions because you can at least do that if you want to be in the group. So, um, so like once a week, then I'll go in and, and admit everyone, you know, I'll get down the email so I can get them the guide and, and then let everybody in then. So, yeah. 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 That makes sense. That's what what I have to do for groups. I'm just like, get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, It was for a while there, it was like 20, 30 per day. And I just couldn't, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't keep up, but thankfully it's tapered off. Yeah. And we didn't, I guess I didn't add in at the beginning, but she's also a wife and mom to two kids. So Mm. if you can relate to any, if anyone out there can relate to that, um, you know, in her story too. Yeah. So it really has taken off too, though, like in the last, really from the beginning of the year, almost at the end of the year to now, right? You were like only at two or three K, maybe more like October, I guess like Mm. half a year ago, at least now. I feel like it's, it really went up then. (laughs) Would you agree? Yeah. 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 Like I said, I, I mean, COVID definitely drew people to it, but I, yeah, people just want to learn about running. They want help. So yeah. Or they want to get back into it. A lot of people are trying to get back into it after, you know, X number of years. Yeah. And so they are drawn to a beginner's group, you know, I guess yeah. for advice and guidance. So yeah. Yeah. What, um, 
what kind of questions do you get a lot of? Uh, now I know some of this because again, we work together, but what do you get a lot of that's like seems specific to beginner runners that they want to know about? A lot of them like want to run a 5k. That's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people that are like coming back to it want to know how to avoid injuries. There's a lot of questions about shoes and um, injuries, of course. I'm feeling this. What do I do? And motivation is another big one. How do you stay motivated or how do you get out the door? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's not necessarily always asked, but a lot of people have trouble with just their confidence and um, like they struggle to even like go out and be seen running because they just, they're not confident even in, in calling themselves runners. And so trying to encourage them and, you know, others in the group are amazing too at encouraging those newer runners that, you know, just, it's like, nobody's really watching you. They're, you know, paying too much attention to themselves. So right. Yeah. You really can, can go is fine. So, yeah. So yeah, that's a big one too. Yeah. No, that, that's helpful to know. And you get, you get like a lot of questions about breathing. I feel like too, don't you? Yeah. I haven't in a while. I guess that's why I missed that okay. one, but yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of breathing ones for a while. Just something that you didn't, you wouldn't think would be an issue. You know, I mean, we learned about it in school, you know, breathing techniques and things, but, and I guess when you, I don't know, when you grow up playing sports, you don't really think about it. I mean, you just, right. Right. you just breathe. And I mean, I didn't, I only ran cross country competitively. So I don't know. I don't remember ever doing any like breathing practices or right. anything, but yeah. Um, but I think it's people, I think it's because when your body's not used to it and you go into that like fight or flight mode and then like the anxiety rises and then you really can't breathe. I think that's what really gets people. So then they're just have to stop because they're like almost panicking at that point. So it's almost just teaching them to like mind over matter. Like you need to calm yourself down and keep your rhythm and basically overcome that like fear and anxiety of I can't breathe because you can, you just have to control it. So yeah. 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 No, I always thought that was like an interesting one. It totally made sense. But I remember like since you were working with a lot of beginners, you know, um, getting to know like their common, common themes of what Mm -hmm. questions they have. Yeah. So you've been working with this group now, what, you know, obviously, well, I guess you can share with them because everyone in here doesn't know, like, what does it look like? Like, what kind of interaction are you doing throughout the group throughout the week? Um, what kind of resources are you giving them and whatnot? So I, I've created a bunch of guides, like a, a dynamic warm-up guide, a stretching guide. So those are all in the files in the group. Very cool. I created a, just a beginner's running guide that they can get, you know, I post different things about different stretches. I did like a series on pain point areas and how to like release them. I just started kind of more of a specific dynamic warm up series, you know, for somebody that has tight hips or sore hips, here's some extra like dynamic warmups that you can do for that. Yep. And then just like day to day, I post like accountability posts, you know, post your run kind of posts. And then, you know, if I come up with, or if I go come across some like uh, motivational quotes or, you know, I posted a recipe and picture of my protein balls that I made one day, you know, just kind of random things that I think are cool. And I I want them to know that I'm doing it. I'm out here doing it too. You know, I'm not just here directing. So Um, so I post my own runs and stuff in there too. So, yeah, 
no, I love that. And so it's like, I've been there. So it's a very interactive group, like lots of activities. So any beginner runners listening to this too, like if you want to join a group of other beginner runners, um, definitely check out. And this will be in the show notes of the podcast and it's in the live interview. It's tagged in there right now too. Um, what else outside of what you're doing in the group do you have going on for your beginner runners in ways that they can actually work with you, you know, one-on-one or in the group settings? Right. So I did create a beginner's running program that I offer to anyone who wants it. Um, it includes strength of beginner's 5k plan, um, and then all kinds of other information on breathing and motivation and, and the different strengthening and all, all kinds of stuff in there. Foam rolling, all that stuff is in the program. And so that was kind of, I don't know, hard to sell on its, on its own. And I mean, most of us, and especially beginners, like it's more motivating and more helpful to have a group to do it with. And so they didn't necessarily want like one-on-one coaching when they're just starting out, but I've now done three, I think, because I did one like way back when I first was creating the program, I did a group. And then now I'm on my second one, I think I can't, can't keep things right, but um, like, how I, many? I know. I don't even remember, and long brain here and so I, I created, um, <laughs> late I night. called it this, this spring, I called it the spring into running beginners group. Um, and so I just, you know, uh, basically invited them to do the program, but also be in this private Facebook group to have accountability coaching and, you know, just to go through the program together and see somebody else is doing it and succeeding. And then if they have specific questions or anything like that. Like I'm there, I'm checking in with them every week. So, um, so that I think has worked out really well. People seem to really like that piece of it, that group. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to start up another one in about four weeks. So cool. when is it going to be for any of the beginner runners that are listening? I know this is going it to is, be a group, but yes, it's going to start on June 22nd, I believe okay. is the start date. I haven't officially announced it yet. So you guys are getting a sneak preview, but <laughs> But yeah, we've, I've included some other things. I've gotten some feedback from the people in the group now. So I'm going to try and include some more like fun challenges and stuff amongst the other things. So, so yeah, so that's been a really fun way to, to get people into it or back into it and, and see them succeed. So, yeah, no, yeah, I love that. Uh, I love the group aspect and that you're still in there. I think it's what a lot of beginner runners like need, right? They just mm-hmm. need the guidance and support and community too, of knowing, other people are in, you know, their shoes too. Um, And you're doing like, obviously again, it's for clinicians, runners. So just, you know, for both of them, you're doing more of like a lower ticket, right? Lower price point, you know, higher volume type of thing with these runners, right? How has that worked out for you? How do you like doing that um, in all all aspects? Yeah, I really like it. Um, It's less time for me as far as, you know, I don't have to create programs for each individual person. Um, I'd basically just have to schedule my posts for the week, make sure, you know, they have the information they need. Um, and then I'm just checking in really and answering questions and things like that during the week. So it's less work in that aspect. It's a little, I mean, it's less, it's not one-on-one, right? So some people don't respond or, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're doing it or not or anything like that, you know? So some people just maybe just want to be there to see the group um, yeah. and know they're there and don't actually want any interaction or help, which is totally fine. But yeah, I think it's, it's gotten easier as, as I've gone, you know, I've been able to kind of fine tune some things and like I said, take some suggestions, make things a little better. So 
Um, so I really like the group group setting. Um, I mean, I do some one-on-one coaching as well, which I do like creating the plans and, and working with people that way too. But this is just a little more efficient for me right now at this time in my life. So yeah. No, I love it. Like, yeah, like, add in, like she's working full time. She has yeah. this group and it's just, you know, one, one stop shop where she can be helping a lot of runners. Obviously they're not getting as much of her time. If it was a, you know, really, it probably is still, you know, a lot though in the group, but if it was like one-on-one, but kind of a, it's just another way to see it can be done. Um, Cause you know, I do work with, I know of a number of people that do like higher ticket stuff, right? Like higher, um, you know, from a price point standpoint. So if you're a runner and or clinician listening, this still can be for both, like give options too. It gives options to people that don't want to invest as much right now. Maybe like, especially with beginners, they're not ready to invest as much right into more. Not that beginners aren't though. I I don't want to be here like, Hey, you can't charge more if you're working with beginner runners. You totally could. It's just, it's hitting a different population. I think Uh, I really liked Carrie we had on, she's a clinician and coach who works with postpartum women, you know, and she has some options out there where she has like a a lower cost, you know, option. And she just made a good point on this part of like, just with a lot of cash. I know I'm kind of going on a tangent here, but I think it's important for anyone that might be listening um, with anybody that's seeking care. Like it is good to have options for different people, especially with a lot of cash-based options now out mm-hmm. there um, so that everyone can get what they need. Even if that means they, they, they won't get as much one-on-one support, but you know, it's maybe not the ultimate if it's one-on-one, but it's still something that's going to be good for them. Right. Um, yeah. But it's been cool to watch you make this work, especially because, I mean, you have a huge audience now, you know, the 5,000 group, and I'm excited to see how your next um, program goes. And if there are any beginner runners that, you know, everything Steph's talking about sounds perfect for you, definitely reach out to her. I'll have her info in the show notes and see how you can get, can join in in the next one. As far as like what you're doing now and everything, I guess I want to go back to like, what made you want to, I think you alluded to it a little bit. But what made you want to start doing this and working with runners in a different capacity? Um, Well, I think just working with runners in the clinic, like I love that. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the gait analysis and like trying to figure out why it hurts when you run and helping you overcome that. But in the process, realizing, well, if you would have just been doing these exercises in the first place you probably wouldn't have had this injury that had, that you had to stop running for. And so that, you know, and and insurances aren't paying, they don't pay for preventative care as far as physical therapy goes. And so that was just really frustrating to me. And I just wanted another avenue, I guess, to help people. I actually originally started a YouTube channel before I had the idea for the group, which was way outside my box, um, and kind of a flop, but I'm, I'm still using it, I suppose, with some of my running stuff now, but, but that I started that with the idea, same kind of idea. Like I'm seeing all these people in the clinic and I'm telling them to do a lot of the same exercises. Like there's probably more people out there that need to hear this. Right. So, you know, so that was like a whole thing, but that actually like was kind of a good stepping stone into, into this, um, you know, and so then, you helped me like kind of just niche down and um, obviously I already loved runner runners and working with runners. And so it just kind of naturally went that way and, and was a way for me to help runners to prevent injuries. And I do think in some capacity, I've had some success with that. I mean, people tell me I do so that, you know, that they're, they're doing better. So, so yeah, so it's kind of a natural evolution, I guess. Yeah. 
yeah are you happy that you niche down as far as like beginner runners versus staying oh yeah runners <laughs> yeah no it's uh yeah no I wouldn't go back I mean I love all runners and yeah. and I, there's people in the group now who definitely are not beginners anymore yeah. but I love that they're still there because they they offer encouragement to everybody else too yeah. still so my only like fear is that they'll see some of these numbers these miles that these other runners are posting right, right. and they'll be like oh my gosh I shouldn't be in this group so yeah, I yeah. try to still you know make sure like don't be afraid you're a beginner like look what you can get to and yeah, try to make it make it okay but no I love I, I love the beginning they're partially because they're they're motivated like they they're there for a reason they want to start this for a reason and sometimes it's just simply reminding them like hey why did you want to start this in the first place right right hey, let's go back to that and let's remember why why you want to do this and yeah and move forward so yeah no it's uh, yeah it's great I love it yeah, no, it's cool. I'm really, I'm really proud of you and the community you've created in there. And I know you're super engaged in there and it, um, obviously it shows, right? <laughs> like the, yeah, yeah, the results you're getting and how many people are in there. And then also, what was I going to say? Goodness, I just blanked on, it had something to do with what I was going to say earlier. Um, oh, with the, the people that are now not beginners, but I think as long as you're keeping the, the vibe, right, you know, that this is beginner runners and that they're encouraging, you know, I think that will only be a plus for the beginners in there for sure. Yeah. So no, it's been yeah super cool to, to watch. And I know you alluded to your YouTube channel too. So for you, like that's still a thing, but it hasn't necessarily um, like led to anything much, right? Or- no, not really. No. I mean, I've turned some of my dynamic warm up and some of my um, videos that I've made and um, lives that I've done in my, in my group, I've turned them into YouTube videos. And so they're on there and it's, it's also kind of convenient because if people have specific questions or like, Hey, I have knee pain, I made a knee pain video for runners. And if they have specific questions, like I'll just link them to my video because I've like in those, I've gone over like some of the common causes and then how you can fix it. So it just kind of takes less time for me to explain it, I guess. Yeah. If, you know, they can just watch the video and, and go from there. So it's, it's not, it's not dead. It's just not, it's not my main focus, obviously. So yeah, no, that makes sense, but it's helpful for anyone here. I'm sure you can make any avenue work, but I I do see like Facebook groups working pretty well. Yeah. As far as working with beginners online, what is your vision for the future of working with them? Do you have anything beyond just what you're doing right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to keep doing the groups. I really enjoy that I like in my group currently I offered them a 5k or a 10k plan because some of them weren't were past the 5k Um, and that's something I hadn't done initially so that was actually nice because I have people that are kind of doing like a hybrid Um, and there again I didn't have to create a specific plan for them they're just doing like half of one and half of the other or something you know and that's working great so I want to keep doing that Um, I want to eventually include a half training plan for those that want to go that route. I mean, I would love to do more one-on-one coaching too, you know, whether it be for beginners or people coming back. I mean, I love to work with people that have had injuries because then, you know, I love that mind game of trying to figure out, you know, what makes them injured and what happens and what do we need to do to fix that? So I would love to do more of that. I've kind of tossed around the idea of a beginner to beyond running formula. So like that specific person, needs to do this, this, and this, 
and it's a whole coaching package and we get you there without injuries or you learn how to prevent injuries yourself. Yeah. Um, things like that. So a few things in the works or at least, um, in the dream cloud up there, <laughs> ready to go someday. So no, I love it. Lots of ideas out there. So mm-hmm. no, lots of possibilities of where to take it and everything in the future. Um, do you have any tips for anyone that's like thinking about, you know, getting out in the online space? Cause obviously you weren't really on the online space at all, really before no. you started all this. Right. No. Um, and I'm really, I mean, personally, I'm really not still. <laughs> yeah. Like, you I mean, I'm more comfortable in groups than I am yeah. <laughs> on my own personal page. But yeah, it started out really obviously small. I was in other groups and I would message people that kind of seemed like beginners and just said, Hey, I have this group. Do you want to join? And, and it was just a lot of messaging and people would invite friends. And, and so then it kind of started rolling and I just had to do more of like engaging people and offering, you know, support and the videos on dynamic warm up and stretching and foam rolling and breathing techniques and all that kind of stuff. So basically figuring out what they needed and providing that, um, and then, you know, helping to keep everyone engaged and, and yeah, just helping them with what they needed. And then it just kind of grew. I'm trying to think how long I had to do like the kind of messaging. I'm probably two to three months. Maybe I was doing that. And then it just kind of took off. Cool. No, that's so it's awesome for people to hear, right? So yeah. you're like messaging people like that you saw that were like beginner runners or whatnot and just chatting with them. And then if they seemed right, you would tell them about your group or how did that go? Yeah, exactly. I can't, I can't even tell you. And it usually, you know, be somebody that maybe was like, you know, had a question like, Hey, I'm new. I'm looking to do a 5k. What's the best program or something or um, something like that. And then I would just say, Hey, you know, I saw you have this or you have this question or whatever, and then chat a little bit. And then if, yeah, if they seemed like a good fit, I'd be like, Hey, by the way, I have this beginners running group. We'd love to have you if, if you're interested. So try not to be pushy or anything like that. So it seemed to work pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. I love it. I love it. What, um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Apparently my brain's being like- you have mom brain today. I have mom brain guys. It's like, you know, I don't even have a pet. I don't even have a plant. Shoot. The other day was <laughs> off topic again, but you know, just talking like people are like, I forget who I was having a conversation with, but cause I'm, I want to get a cat. Okay. We trained this from a dog to a cat. Yeah. But, uh, gotta be a, <laughs> you guys are laugh at me. Whoever's listening to this, like, what are you talking about, Kristen? You gotta be a plant mom first. Then you can be like a cat mom. Then you can be a dog mom. Then you can be a mom and then you can be a grandma anyways. Anyways, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. I'm being my weird self and I need yeah. to get a plant first was my point. So get a plant, yeah. <laughs> then I can have plant mom brain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Excuse. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> what else? Well, we, I think we, we, we covered that pretty good. But I will add to another thing that a lot of people... I know a lot of people that want to, like, want to work with runners will struggle with. It's just like, who am I to work with runners? Or like, I feel like I sense that a little bit what you're saying at the beginning. Like, you're like, hey, like I, I'll mm-hmm. work with beginner runners. Oh yeah, I've had that because of this thought many awesome. times, <laughs> many times. Like, I don't know any more than you, but, but I really do. I mean, I, you know, I've taken courses, I've done some research, yeah. you know, I worked with people in the clinic and yeah. Um, so I, you know, it, again, it really comes down to a lot of like, you know, answering questions and motivating. And I mean, just listening to what they need and providing that for them. So, yeah. um, So yeah, it's, it's one of those things that 
you know, they told us when we come out of PT school is, you know, way more than you think you do. Yes. yes. You know, you just have to start working with people to realize that. So, so same thing here. And it's like for a lot of clinicians, if they're scared of like dabbling on like the more preventative and then coaching side, you know, that's what I'll get a lot. I actually just had a question today on it. So if you're listening, if you know who you are, no, but I get it all the time, but it's like your secret sauce of differences. Like, yeah, there are obviously coaches out there that know more and like, you know, they've coached at a higher level, whatever. But two things that come to mind, one is they don't necessarily have a, a PT degree. So you have mm-hmm. that secret sauce in helping them with their injuries. Cause it's like, basically, if you're a runner, you're bound to, you know, as much as we want to say, we can keep our runners injury free at times. They're mm-hmm. just going to, they're going to get injured still. So yeah. if we can yeah. have that background and do all we can to, you know, prevent them and educate them, that's your secret sauce. Like any clinician here, we know more on that side. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, there's so many, I think just talking with you too, there's so many beginner runners out there, right. That's just like a very needed population not all coaches necessarily work with beginner runners. I mean, most yeah. do, but I'm just saying there's a lot of beginner runners out there that could, you know, use help. I think it would be more that not a lot of beginner runners are looking for a coach. Yes. More yeah. so than coaches don't work with them. Yeah. Because I mean, you're just starting out. Who am I, who am I to get a, yeah. need a coach when yeah, I'm just yeah. starting out running? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like if I were a beginner runner, I would think that like, right, right. I don't need a coach. Like I just, I just need to go out and run, you know? Right. right. Um, so yeah, I think it's more that route than the other. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Just so if you're listening clinician, like obviously, yeah, I think everyone struggles with it. I hope you see that, but you can definitely help people. Um, and then the other thing I like to tell people is like your story and who you are as a runner is different than say my story, someone else's story. Half of being a coach isn't even just like the programming, it's communication with the athlete, them wanting, you know, trusting you, right. It's that therapeutic connection. So not everyone's going to like say like, I'm not gonna be the right fit for everyone, you know, and Steph would be the right fit. doesn't matter that like my running background was more intense or I had more coaching experience that mm-hmm. now, you know, Steph does like, it's all imposter syndrome getting over that, but just know that yeah. if you have a passion for it, it can definitely be done. <laughs> right. So awesome. How has work? So Steph was part of my first cohort she went through my very first baby cohort of actually it wasn't baby it was 10 people but mm-hmm. I was a baby coach <laughs> like a little over a year and a half ago or whatever but how has going through that and we still work together like in what ways has that helped you the most well I mean that was like the start of it all I knew how to help people from a therapy standpoint but I didn't know anything about run coaching yeah so I mean you taught me everything about that and I would say now be then spending time in the beginner runner community, I've kind of adapted the programs, you know, looking at different beginner programs that are out there, you know, your, your programs are more like track based, you yep. of beginners, like, I mean, again, they're not necessarily comfortable running out in their neighborhood, let alone going to a track to run. So just adapting those a little bit, but I wouldn't have known how to do any of that if, if I hadn't been in your course. So, I mean, you taught me everything I know about run coaching. So, (laughs) (laughs) and she's crushing it and crushing the group now too. (laughs) We're trying. You're crushing it. totally crushing it um yeah we'll just we'll wrap this up here i guess but since we got going i was like i'll ask this you kind of alluded to it but what one to three tips would you give beginner runners if there's any beginner runners listening to this you know with you know getting started with running i think you alluded to it on the clinician side earlier but 
figured for any runners listening, we'd go there too. Yeah. Running wise. I mean, I personally think it's best to have a plan to start with a plan and know what you're going to do there. Make sure it will fit into your schedule. And so you can make it work. Number two is, um, always do some strengthening (laughs) core and hip specifically. Number three, uh, just get out there. I mean, just go and do it. Don't think about it too much. I like it. Those would be probably my top three. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Perfect. So for any of the beginner runners out there, there you go. There's top three tips from beginner runner and PT specialist, Steph Barstad. She doesn't like being put on the spot. I don't think, but not so much, but no, but you're being called a specialist necessarily, but <laughs> I just, I'll take I'll it. <laughs> own it. Own it. Awesome. Any Thing else you would like to add for our audience on the clinician or runner side? I don't think so. Just if you have an idea, try it. I mean, if if nothing else, you you know you will have tried. Yes, yes. <laughs> if it yes. fails, at least you tried. So. Yeah. If if you don't do yeah. anything, it's gonna fail too. So right. And same with the running, t- the last running tip. Just don't overthink it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, try it, get feedback, and see what happens. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. What, um, I know we didn't go into your running story necessarily a ton. I know it kind of got interwoven in there, but what would be your breaking five moment in running? So, you know, a goal that you've had in running that you didn't think you're going to meet and you did, or you can share when you want to meet in the future. Um, if this can go back to high school, it can be current day, whatever. I mean, I have to say, when I ran in Boston in 2008, so I qualified in Fargo in 2007. I was in PT school at the time. Okay. So my last year of PT school or my last even semester. So we were out on clinicals. And so I trained in Wisconsin in February. Mm-hmm. I had, I lived outside of green Bay with my sister I drove an hour into the clinic every day, did 10 hour days. So I had to leave at like four o'clock in the morning so I could go and get a workout in before work (laughs) and then back. And then my second one was in Boise. So I got to do some training, like up in the foothills and the mountains. So that was really cool. And then, yeah, I got to run Boston and it was amazing. And it was actually one of the fastest, I mean, it's my fastest marathon time, which was pretty unheard of for, for Boston and the hills there. So but it didn't, it was just, it was just amazing experience. Yeah. So that's like my top, my top running story. So, yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I feel like you've told me about it, but you know, I haven't heard it in detail. I don't think I have. Yeah. I I haven't really talked about it in a while actually. So, but it make you excited. Do you have any goals coming up for running? Um, I don't really, uh, I've been really liking 10 Ks right now. Um, and just the shorter trainings and, and working on a little bit more speed, but I would kind of like to do a half this summer, maybe at some point, but yeah, I haven't signed up for anything. I'm just kind of trying to get life organized a little bit first and yeah, life comes first run when I can, but yeah. No, have you been doing virtual, mainly virtual races? Have you gotten any in person? Yes. Um, I did have, did I have two in person last year? I think, but I did the frozen feet in February. That was in person, 40, 40 below (laughs) in February. Yes. Yeah. My, my old hometown, (laughs) one of my hometowns. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So it was my last in-person one. So 
Well, you'll have to do uh, a run for your buttons. Are you going to run for your buttons in June? Oh, yeah. I should. I haven't signed up for that. I should, though. Yeah. That'd be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did that one last year. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Steph, thank you for coming in here. Um, hopefully this will be helpful for anyone listening. Um, where can our listeners find you at if they'd like to get in touch with you? Probably Facebook is the best place. Message or, or join the group. Come find okay. me in there. Beginners Runner Group. Yeah, so she's Stephanie Barstad on Facebook and then Beginners Running Group. And I did realize, I think at the beginning of the show, I said for any of the clinicians listening, um, it's the Run Coaches and Clinicians community. I might have said clinicians and coaches, I think. I don't know. I might have got backwards. But it is coaches and clinicians community, if I did say that backwards. But it's a little bit of a tongue twister. But I did that on myself, so... <laughs> Um, but awesome. Stephanie, thank you so much for coming on. You're awesome. You're doing awesome work with beginner runners and rock star. She's very easy to work with. Like I said, we've been working together for a while. She does what is asked for her and, and she, she does it. So it's awesome, but I will let you get back to life and everything, but everyone else listening, thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, let me know or Stephanie know, and otherwise we will catch you on the next episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. Until then, go run your life and we'll catch you all later. Bye guys. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Breaking Five, a running podcast. We hope you are running away with some inspiration, tips, and actionable items that you can put towards your Breaking Five moment. Lastly, if you know anyone else with a Breaking Five moment, that doesn't have to actually mean literally Breaking Five, just a Breaking Five moment in general, in running, in life, or anyone else who has great knowledge and background in helping others reach their Breaking Five moment, I would love for you to put me in contact with them. We would love to have them on the show. So if you could and let them know, if you know of someone else, tell them to reach out to me at my Instagram, and that is at Kristen underscore run your life. Again, that's at Kristen underscore run your life. And could you do me a favor? And if you enjoyed today's episode and can think of anyone else who could benefit from listening to it, could you go ahead and share this out on your social media or share this directly with them? That would mean the world to me, seriously. And make sure if you have not already, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so that you get our weekly updates as we drop the next episodes. Thank you, everyone. We seriously appreciate you tuning in today. We'll see you next time. And until then, go run your life.